about to welcome you to one month to a better board. In this month of February 2017, I'm going to go through and do a series of podcasts talking about making your board more effective. I'm going to start out with the legal requirements that a board has around compliance, move into why a board needs a compliance committee and compliance expertise at the board. I'm going to talk about how the CCO should report to the board and questions that a board compliance committee should ask of a CCO. We're going to take a look at some government guidance and business experience around compliance in the board. We're going to talk about some board failures. We're going to talk about how boards do investigations. We're going to look at boards and internal controls. I'm going to end with a series of specific questions that a board should ask of its chief compliance officer. And on my final day, I'll detail 20 questions that every board should ask of its chief compliance officer. Each day, I will give you a short 10-minute or so podcast with three key takeaways for that day. And I will accompany each podcast with text that you can use. The 20 questions that I referenced will be provided on the final day of February. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for joining me on this journey to one month to a more effective board. Welcome to episode 19 of One Month to a Better Board. In the last episode, I took a look at six areas of inquiry that the board can make regarding a compliance program. Today, I'm going to move into three other areas or three additional areas, but detail a list of specific questions that a board member can ask. These questions come from a presentation at an Association of Corporate Counsel annual meeting featuring Amy Hutchins, who was then the General Counsel and Chief Com Vice President of Compliance and Ethics at Watermark Risk Management International. She now has her own consulting firm. So the three general areas of inquiry are structure, culture, and risk. Structural questions. This area consists of questions which will aid in determining the fundamental sense of a company's overall compliance program. The question should begin with the basics of the program through to how the compliance program operates in action. Such inquiries allow each board member to communicate the main elements of a compliance program. So what are some of the specific questions, or rather structural questions, a board member should ask? First, who oversees the operation of the compliance program? Next, what is in the code of conduct? Is each board of director aware of the corporate standards and procedures regarding not only the code of conduct, but compliance and ethics. Next, how are complaints being received? Do you have an anonymous hotline? Do you have an anonymous reporting system? Are they via email? Are they phone calls? Are they personal interactions? Next, what corporate resources are being devoted to compliance and ethics program within your organization? This obviously has become much more important after the release of the Department of Justice Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs document in February 2017. Specifically, 
how much money is allocated to the program, how much money or what was the budget request of the compliance function. Was that budget request honored? If it was not honored in its entirety, what was cut out and why? Next, what types of training are required? And then, as also indicated in the evaluation of corporate compliance programs, how is that training effective? How do you measure that effectiveness? Next, have any compliance failures been detected? If so, how much was, excuse me, how was such detection made? Did it come through internal audit? Did it come through the hotline? Did it come through routine monitoring? What was the manner of such detection? If a company's compliance program is less mature, what are the charter compliance documents, and has the board reviewed those? If a company's compliance program is more mature, what is the role of the general counsel vis-a-vis -vis the chief compliance officer? And who does the chief compliance officer report to? Next are cultural questions. This area of inquiry should focus on the culture of an organization regarding compliance. Board members should have an understanding of what message is being communicated, not only from senior management to middle management, but from middle management down to the lowest levels of the organization. A board needs to understand what message is being heard at the lowest levels within the company. So what are some culture questions you could ask? First, when did the company last conduct a survey to measure the corporate culture of the compliance and ethics within your organization? Next, is it time for the company to resurvey to measure the corporate culture of compliance? Certainly, if you've not done a full survey within three years or even two years, you should consider a resurvey. Next, if a survey is performed, what are the results? What were the results of that survey? Were any deficiencies demonstrated? And if so, were those deficiencies demonstrated or is there an action plan regarding the remedy of those deficiencies going forward? Next, did any compliance investigations arise from a cultural problem? Here you can think to Wells Fargo, who did no, numerous cultural surveys in their branches, and these cultural surveys picked up the problem regarding the sales quotas that employees were required to meet, this should have been a clear indication of a compliance problem. And had Wells Fargo been operating properly, they would have been conducted a compliance problem around the fraudulent accounts and picked it up earlier. What can be done to improve the culture of compliance within your organization? Has the CCO presented any options or opportunities for you? Next, if your company has engaged in mergers and acquisitions, were they analyzed from a compliance cultural perspective? And then, of course, if there are any M&A deals on the horizon, have they been reviewed from the compliance perspective? And the third and final area of inquiry is that of risk. So the question you, a board member, member needs to know is what process is being used to identify emerging risks. Such a risk analysis should be broader than simply a compliance risk assessment and should be tied to other matters, such as business continuity, planning, and crisis response. 
The board of directors needs to use their expertise to ask the right questions around risk. So what are some of the specific questions that a board should be asking? Number one, what is the risk assessment process? Next, how effective is the risk assessment process? Is it stale? Who is involved in the risk assessment process? Did the risk assessment process take into account any new legal or compliance best practices development, or did it simply look at the compliance risk within the company? Was it broader than simply your organization, meaning did you take a look at best practices within your industry? Are there any new operations which, which pose substantial compliance risks for the company? This could be a new product offering. It could be a new service offering. It could be starting to offer something to government uh, state-owned enterprises or directly to foreign governments, or it could be moving into a new geographic area. How is the company tracking enforcement trends? Are there any competitors facing enforcement actions? Next, has the company moved into any new markets which impose additional new or different compliance risks? And finally, has the company developed any new product or service lines which change the risk profile? Now, obviously, these questions I've detailed are not exhaustive. You're only limited by your imagination, but it shows the scope or the process by which a board of directors can think about asking questions. So what are the three key takeaways from today? Well, it is to think about the three different areas that boards should pay attention to and can ask questions around. So key takeaway number one is structural questions. This area consists of questions which will aid in determining the fundamental sense of a company's overall compliance program. Key takeaway number two, cultural questions. These t questions will allow an understanding of what message is being communicated, not only from senior management, but also from middle management down to the lowest levels of the organization. And number three, what are the risk areas? Questions around risk areas. You need to have a robust management program based upon your risk assessment, but the board needs to ask and use their expertise to ask areas around risk assessment, risk questions, and tie it to other areas of the company, such as business continuity planning and crisis response plans. I'd like to thank you for listening to day 19 of One Month to a Better Board, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for the final day in the month of February, day 20. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. This is Tom Fox. Thank you for joining for today's episode of 30 Days to a Better Board. This series is based on my seminal work, Doing Compliance, Design, Create, and Implement an Effective Compliance Program. It's available from Compliance Week, and you can check it out on their website, compliancework.com. I hope you will join me tomorrow for another episode.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.